Hello, hello, and welcome to another podcast episode of Overpowering Emotions, where I talk all things big emotions, emotion regulation, resilience. We are in our back to school series. Like I said, everything I talk about is important any time of year, really. Um, Today is a little bit different. I will be talking about parent-teacher communication, which is important throughout the school year. But as soon as school starts, it's really important that we're connecting with the school and we're building that working relationship with our kiddos' teachers right from the get-go. Parental involvement is a really crucial factor in our kiddos' educational journey. And so this is something, even if you're a mental health professional listening to me, or a parent, or an educator, I mean, this is important for all of us. This is something that I'm coaching parents that I work with to do. I'm coaching the teachers that I work with to do. This is such an important relationship for our kiddos' success. It goes beyond attending just basic school events or just checking homework. So we're really delving into the significance of positive parental involvement. We're going to be exploring effective strategies for building some of those teacher-parent relationships and highlighting how this can really contribute to academic success. So it's really important, right, that we're looking at this. Effective communication between parents and teachers specifically is important, you know, for the academic piece, but also overall development. And so there's a few reasons I really want to focus on today. First, maintaining regular communication between parents and teachers. It really establishes that strong partnership that positively impacts academic success. Because when we're communicating with teachers, we're gaining valuable insights into how our kiddos are doing, obviously, what are some of their strengths, what are some of the areas of challenge. We're using this information to ensure that they're getting the support that they need. We're ensuring that we're able to reinforce any learning at home as well. Now, regular communication as well helps us identify any challenges that kiddos might be facing socially, emotionally, academically, behaviorally. We want to make sure we're addressing these challenges early on. We're not waiting them to sort of fester and get bigger because they we can still manage them, but it's definitely harder. We want to get onto it early so that we can work together, so we can develop strategies that are going to support the kiddo's success at home and at school right? We always want to catch how our kiddos are doing good and what situations they're doing good, but also potential problems as early as possible before they become bigger and and way too hard to manage. When parents and teachers collaborate, we can create really personalized greetings even or learning plans or approaches that are going to cater to our kiddos' unique needs, right? Whatever their strengths are, their interests, but then also their learning needs or social emotional needs. And effective communication with teachers really helps establish that partnership in our education, demonstrating to our kiddos, we are invested in your learning, right? And it's setting a positive example of cooperation and teamwork. So I always encourage parents to think about, you know, is there anything that the teacher needs to know about your kiddo to be successful? I've had so many parents who want to wait and see. I'm going to wait and see. If they pick up on something, if something's going to happen, if you're concerned about something, don't test the teacher. That's not building a strong working relationship. It's not going to help your kiddo get the support that they need. Knowledge is power. And if the teacher knows, you know, what's going on for your kiddo, what to watch out for, they can jump in and help right away. And I see this a lot, especially when I've got kiddos with diagnoses and neurodivergent diagnoses like ADHD, for example. It's like, I'm just going to see what the teacher says or what they think. I don't want to tell them. I'm not going to disclose the diagnosis. 
that's not building a strong relationship, right? It's okay for sure. Like give the teachers a few days just to get to know your child, right? That's important. Get, let them get the lay of their class and who's in their class and get to know the kids a little bit, you know, and then you can set up a time to, to get to know them get to know their teaching style. We're not going to jump in and say, you need to do X, Y, and Z for my kiddo. Build the relationship, right? How would you start a relationship with someone else? You're not going to go in and demand everything that you need from the friendship. You want to get to know them, get to know their teaching style. You're going to share information about your kiddo for sure. If you already know, you know, that there's some resources and strategies, bring them in. Ask the teacher if like, here's some things that I know have worked in the past, but I know everybody's different. What do you think? What's going to be most helpful for you to work with an anxious kiddo or an ADHD kiddo? So if anxiety is a problem, having that meeting is so important. Any issue that you're concerned, having that meeting is really important. And, you know, it's important to know that the conversation isn't about you know, again, telling them what to do. Certainly things that we know we want to have a conversation. If they don't know, accommodating anxiety is a problem. We're definitely going to bring these up, right? So we know reassuring them, letting them be excused when they're saying they're not feeling good. As soon as things get tricky, those things actually make their anxiety worse. Those are things, yes, we absolutely want to talk to the teacher first. So we want to make sure we're having this open collaborative you know, conversation proactively first before things blow up in our face. That's going to be really important. And there's so many benefits. I mean, truly, I can't reinforce it enough. That regular communication, starting it right from the get-go, where we're able to, again, support and reinforce any of that, the, the classroom learning at home, all of those things, right? Where we're giving teacher insights into our kiddo's social emotional development. They can provide helpful responses when anxiety shows up, the proper support for your kiddo. We're going to kind of cross that. So working on that relationship also fosters that sense of trust and collaboration throughout the whole school year. Um, and we're, we're making sure that we're establishing that expectation that we're going to be working together as a team. Okay. So there's so many, many importance, um, lots of different strategies to foster this, of course, take advantage of any parent teacher conferences, meet them face to face, even if you don't have anything to begin with. And if you can't make the conferences, maybe setting a separate time, Hey, I couldn't find a time, but I'd really like to touch base with you. Prepare a list of questions or topics that you want to make sure you discuss so that you can make the most of the limited time. You might only have 10 minutes, if that, right? So it's really important. And and a meet and greet, no, if I have 10 minutes or it's just an open house meet and greet, you might have different conversations. You might want to set up a scheduled meeting. But initiating that regular communication as well. So meet them when you can, that meet and greet, but then setting up maybe it's emails or phone calls or digital platforms if they have them, sharing updates, sharing any concerns that you have regarding your kiddo's progress or behavior or well-being, right? Making it really meaningful though. We're not going to do regular dumping, venting sessions or telling them what they're doing wrong. It's just 
hey, I just wanted to touch base, wanted to give you an update. Here are some positive things that are going on. Maybe that's what you want to start with is just focusing on the positive aspects of school as well. The positive aspects of your kiddos' experiences and achievements. And then maybe some of their goals too. So when we're engaging in these conversations with teachers, we're going to, again, everything that I've talked about with our kiddos, we're going to practice active listening. We're going to be open. We're going to be curious. Get rid of any negativity, any fighting mindset. Really see this as a valuable partnership. Even if you've had the teacher before and it's gone sideways, even if you've heard bad things about the teacher, we want to go into it with a positive energy. We for sure want to respect their professional expertise, right? We want to for sure go in with that curiosity and seek their feedback and insights on your kiddo's development and how they're doing. I personally capitalize on all of the informal situations. So for an example, an initial open house, I remember one of the most powerful, the best open houses I've ever had. We we just got to go sort of from room to room, right? So we're in the gym and we would talk to the gym teacher and then we would go to the English and we would talk to the English teacher. Elementary, you know, you're just going to have the one homeroom probably, but whatever it is. And I always start by asking personal broad questions like how was your summer right what brought you into teaching and then we start narrowing down right now i'm bringing it into teaching so how was your summer any exciting stuff what brought you to teaching what else have you taught what's your favorite grade to teach you whatever you want to ask and then i start asking about what's your teaching philosophy right one of the best teachers who actually had a great answer a lot of them they're like uh Um, but one, the phys ed teacher was just like, you know what, I want to give kids a broad range of exposure to lots of different things. And so you're going to see your kiddo learning things you've probably never even heard of before, because I want them to know if their friends call them one weekend and say, Hey, let's go play Frisbee golf. They know exactly how to, how to go play that or ultimate. I don't know why I'm on Frisbee. Right. But they know how, yeah, cool. I know how to play. Right. So all of those sort of everyday real life experiences. And then we can start getting more specific related to your kiddos needs. What's your experience working with an anxious student? What's your experience working with an ADHD student? What have you found that works? So then you can start going into things like that sounds great. I'm really looking forward and we want to stroke, right? I'm really looking forward to working with you. It sounds like you've got a lot of ideas or a lot of experience. And even if they say, you know what, I've never worked, or this is my first year working ever with my own class. Hey, well, that's totally fine. I've got some ideas on how to help. My kiddo does have some anxiety and I've got some ideas on how to support them. So maybe one day we can sit down and chat and see what might work for you, right? We want to have that sort of collaborative approach. Do keep teachers informed about any significant changes or events in in your kiddo's life that could be affecting their school experience. So it could be family circumstances, health concerns, personal challenges, anything going on like that. I know in the past I've been away. I've been doing a lot of traveling. I wasn't home a lot. So just giving the teachers a head up just so you know, just in case there's some irritability or if you're noticing anything different, I haven't been around for two weeks or something like that, right? So really working collaboratively with teachers to develop any strategies that are going to support your kiddos learning, social emotional functioning, we're going to address any challenges that they might face, we're going to look at how can we reinforce classroom concepts if it is around the academics, right, we're going to seek some recommendations, additional resources if needed. So we're going to be setting those things up. So we're, we're attending those 
parent-teacher conferences. We are establishing regular communication. Do attend school events. Volunteer whenever possible. Join parent-teacher associations or committees. Those activities really provide a lot of opportunities to connect with the school community, with teachers, and it's also demonstrating your commitment to your kiddo's education and really reinforcing the importance of school to your child as well. And it's a great way to foster a sense of community for yourself as well, and and perhaps even facilitate more social opportunities if your kiddo does have struggles there. I know that that's a big disadvantage my girls have had as I've not been involved in the school community. And so I'm not best friends with all the moms dropping them off every day, right? Making all these play dates. I know early on that that was really a challenge. I really cannot say enough about how building that relationship with teachers, though, it's so instrumental in supporting our kiddos, their academic process, progress, their social emotional development, their overall well-being in every area. As we approach the school year, if you're not already in it, because I know we're getting close and kids are already starting, look at how you can prioritize building that collaborative partnership with the child's teacher. So I gave you a couple of ideas. I'll leave it there for today, um, but some things to start thinking about. Thank you for sure for joining me. Don't forget to check out my core skill workshop that I'm going to be holding in the fall, going through all of those core skills that our kiddos need to manage anxiety, manage big emotions. It's really about emotion regulation, really. It doesn't matter if your kiddo has trouble with anxiety. This is geared for mental health professionals as well as educators and parents. So anyone who has a kiddo in their life who needs to be working on some of the emotion regulation, I'm just going through all of the core skills that they need. And of course, like usual, go help those kiddos be bold and courageous and I'll see you next time. And I'll be working through some of the key skills our kiddos need. Um, to start learning now for their academic success, but also in the future. Have a great day.